This is MJ. I'm an author, I'm an artist, I'm an analyzer. Find all my work at mjmunoz.com. Visit the podcast page for show notes and links. Remember to like, share, and comment to help me grow. Henshin Inspection presents Going Ultra, episode 45. Try Together. I'm analyzing Ultraman Trigger, episode 5, Akito's Promise, which originally aired August (laughs) August 21st, 2021, and the writer is credited as Toshizo Nemoto. The director is Masayoshi Takasue, or Takasue. Keep messing that one up. Anyway, uh, jumping right into the negative, I have uh, Death Drago's Corruption, Unislap, and Runbolt Arrow. The Death Drago's Corruption, I didn't quite understand why Death Drago showed up, well, I don't quite understand why Death Drago went away six years ago after killing Akito's parents and uh, having one of its antlers or horns knocked off by uh, Shizuma in the uh, Guts Falcon. Uh, was it is it a prototype or is it the actual Guts Falcon that um, Nanase uh, pilots now? I'm not sure, but anyway. Um, yeah, it for some reason went under the sea after sort of being warded away, sort of, maybe, I don't think it was even really defeated, but anyway, it went away, and then it was powered up by Carmira, as near as I could tell, um, I guess she filled it with her passion, he got red eyes, and then <laughs> he got bloodshot eyes, and then he, uh, came back up to the surface for more, but it, I didn't really like that, it didn't make sense to me, um, it seems strange that she, like, corrupted this guy, and that, that escalated the problem when he had been on Earth six years before, causing trouble too, and like, they call him the first kaiju, or the first monster, and I don't understand what that means, is this supposed to be, I guess it's an alternate, you know, universe or whatever, where kaiju just appeared six years ago, um, except for the fact that they do exist in the universe, because you've got like the Martian one, uh, Melbon or whatever, and they knew his name, um, so, I don't know, is there a kaiju compendium or not? It's a little confusing, and that's besides the point um, of just the thing about him being corrupted by uh, by Kermira that I, that doesn't really make sense to me. But I'm well anyway. So that's why I'm bringing it up because it doesn't make sense to me. The uh, next thing is Yuna slap. I really dislike the fact that Yuna was able to slap uh, Dragon Dargon and that it seemed to hurt him because <clears throat> I mean the guy's tough as nails. Uh, it ain't hard to tell that he, you know, can take a beating and, uh, keep going, so, um, I don't know. The moment was cool, but it was just kind of funny that she slapped him with her hand and, uh, that it was able to work so effectively, I guess, because it seemed like it had some sort of effect and it just, uh, I don't know, didn't, it didn't jive with me very well. The, like, emotional effect or the, um, like that little moment at the end of the episode that made sense where it resonated with him and it kind of drops some hints for the audience about what's going to be going on that was neat i appreciated that but the actual slap itself it just felt weird like she could have stood up to him and yelled him without having to slap him um that would have been just fine uh and then the last thing is i really didn't like the uh run bolt arrow at the end like in it's less the actual attack and because you know he did an uh, arrow attack with sky type uh, a couple episodes ago or maybe it was the previous one before the two specials but uh, and, and I thought, um, power, sorry, <laughs> I thought Skytype was pretty cool, and even earlier, some of his actions, zipping around and stuff, was a lot of fun to watch, but just the way he, Kango had, like, the epiphany, uh, to shoot the Rumbolt arrow, like, it didn't make sense to me, I, I didn't understand, was it an arrow that, um, like, absorbed the energy from the kaiju? 
was it an arrow that absorbed the energy from the kaiju in order to uh you know formulate that especially powerful attack or what and and if it was then why not maybe hint at that a little better uh why not say something um and is he remembering the attack i don't know but it, it is i don't know it kind of left me cold because he shot and then the fight was over and it just didn't seem like the best um even even the fight was a little off for me towards the end there so it just seemed very odd um, and I was way more interested in it and invested in what was going on with Akido and, uh, and Yuna being in danger from, uh, Dargon or whatever the guy's name is. So that was kind of weird. All right, that's enough of the negative. I'm going to move into the positive stuff. I've got Akito's sad music, Death Drago's horn, uh, Teshin's eye, and flipping evasion. <laughs> so, um, while Akito was, uh, I think suspended, uh, Yuna and, um, and Kengo were talking in the base, the, on I guess on board the nurse to say, um, where the tablet is of the uh, the Martian tablet is of the uh, the three giants of darkness and trigger and you know user ray. Anyway, um, they're talking there, and it's not the sad uh, trigger music that's played later. I'm pretty sure it's a different score, possibly unique to Akito Hijiri, um, but it was really good music, and I liked it a lot. So uh, I had to point that out, and. Uh, Death Drago's horn getting knocked off by Shizuma in the flashback was a really cool detail. We get to see it fall and it, like, I don't know, land in a building or crush something or whatever, but he shot it off in the Guts Falcon, and then we see he only has one antler or one horn uh, when he comes back this six years later. So that was a cool thing. And um, this Teshin's eye, he makes note of... Huh. You know what? I can't remember that now. But he made an observation, and... Uh, even though I can't remember it because uh, apparently I'm lacking today, um, I thought it was really cool that the you know muscle-bound uh, you know fighting guy is the one who made the observation, and um, he also uh, like wanted to be compassionate in a previous episode and wasn't just about destroying stuff and you know being a tough guy. Like he wants to be fit and strong or whatever, uh, but it almost seems like it's more about. Um, like wholeness and balance than it is that he's just a meathead or something like that. So that's cool that he's got a, a, a texture, a, um, a nuanced character, and that one of his strengths seems to be like clarity of vision. And I wonder how that's going to manifest throughout the rest of the show. Um, and then lastly, flipping evasion. When uh, when uh, Death Drago was, you know, putting out some beams when he was, oh, when he had the red eyes. That's what, that's what Teshin noticed, the red eyes from the corruption. That's what it was. Okay, so he's shooting out those beams uh, from his eyes and stuff, and uh, in order to evade it, um, your boy Trigger starts doing backflips and cartwheels and stuff to get away from him, and it looked really cool. So even though I found the fights overall lacking in this episode, I really did like that aspect of it, and uh, yeah, that was good. Good, good, good stuff. So I have questions based on uh, on the episode. Uh, did the trigger part feel weak to you? Were you satisfied with the ending of that fight? Next question. Were you more invested in Akito's plot to, uh, this episode? And then uh, last thing. It is implied that Yuna isn't an entirely human being uh, usury or having usury within her or whatever. Does that mean that Kengo is more than human as well? I'm going to give this episode a 3 out of 5. Uh, it's, you know better like there were good things about it it's just there were weird things about it too that i didn't like like some of the stuff with uh the trigger side being weaker uh and the like his fight with death Drago being just kind of okay um was weird and it was it was poorly balanced with uh akito and 
Yuna's plot, uh, or side plot or whatever, which was really strong, and I, I really liked a lot about it. It's just, um, I don't know if they could have found a way to cut out more of the stuff with, you know, Trigger. Um, maybe it would have been more enjoy enjoyable, or if they had just balanced it all better and, and yeah, I, I don't know what to say other than balanced it all better. It would have been a lot more enjoyable. So I'm just giving it a three out of five. It's okay. There was good stuff in it, but some other things pulled it down for me. So as far as my questions, yeah, I, I definitely felt the trigger aspect of the episode was weak. Uh, I loved all the stuff with Kengo, uh, going and trying to comfort, um, Hijri and like giving him the white rose and stuff and it means a promise or whatever and he promised Yuna and then Yuna and him having their interactions and seeing into their past uh but like yeah all that stuff was much better the the human stuff was way better than the kaiju stuff in this episode which is fine I don't mind that at all it's just again if it were more balanced it'd be better and then uh yeah I was definitely way more invested in Akito's plot and I like the line that Yuna says to him that my father says we can both be the light or like you can be the light um so which feels very common to build. Anyway, um, her point is that they can strive towards that goal and they can do it together. And that's uh, like a big theme for this episode, I would say. And it might even be for the series going forward. We'll see. Um, but I did like that and the emphasis that was put on that. And then, yeah, I definitely think Kango's more than human. I kind of conjectured in the first episode that maybe his mom was with an alien dude or maybe he was... Uh, he's like a descendant of an alien uh, mixed with a human from a long, long ago, which is why his hands glowed, and he was able to activate the trigger thing on the moon, on, on Mars, rather. Um, so that's my answer. So I'd love to hear what your uh, answers are to those questions as well. Uh, I do have a new design up. It's called Kaiju Logic, <laughs> uh, and I'll have to make sure to add... Oh, uh, well, there's a link to it already, actually. Um, but yeah, I have to add the other, other link. Okay, so I have, you know, at the bottom of the show notes, um, there's going to be Kaiju Logic, the new design, and uh, it's based on uh, a meme. I was like combining a meme with a pose that um, Death Drago took in this episode. So I think it's funny. Um, you might not, but check it out and let me know what you think. So thank you for your time and attention. I hope you enjoyed this. Check out my growing collections of analysis, art, and fiction. The bottom of the show notes might just feature design relevant to the topic at hand. Click around and find out. You can also visit mgmunios.com support to see my latest designs and more. I welcome all forms of critique to improve my craft, so don't hold back any comments you have for me. I leave you with peace and blessings. This is MJ, signing out.